0: And welcome to Ladies Who London podcast. I'm Emily Dell. And I'm Alex Lacey and we are Qualified London Blue Badge Tourist Guides. Each week we bring to you some of the best bits of London. We talk about our favourite people, places and events with a bit of information, a lot of laughs and a whole lot of fun. We can be found on Instagram at Ladies Who London Podcast and on our websites guideemily.com and alexlacey.com for information about our upcoming virtual tours as well as what the Blue Badge Guiding Qualification is all about. Hello there, happy, Hello. happy Wednesday. How are you <laughs> happy doing? Happy
1: Wednesday, I'm good, how are you?
0: Very well, thank you. It's suddenly not as cold as it was. Spring no. is in the
1: air. Spring is in the air, it's getting a little bit warmer. I've got less layers on which is great. Good. Yeah, <laughs> feeling good. And have you got any... Out- uh, any gossip to tell oh me this God, week? Any...
0: Do you know what? I'm remarkably gossip-free. Well, not remarkably, I suppose, given the, given the situations. Um, No, I literally haven't got anything new to tell you. What about you? Um,
1: Gosh, what's been going on? I've been doing quite a lot of drawing this week, actually. Oh, no. I went live on Instagram last week to draw Westminster Abbey. Fabulous. Um, Oh, I missed that. Yeah, I'm going to do another another little live drawing session tonight as well. Um, so yeah, it's been very relaxed, as has every single week since I think March 2020. Um, <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah, and I'm just like craving some gossip. I just, yeah. you know, you know, yeah.
0: We'll, we'll make some gossip for next week. Listen, yeah. if you've got any gossip, email it to Emily. She'll Please, love it. Please,
1: just give me something. <laughs> the
0: darker the better as well for our good Yes, God, God. that's true. God, yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, listen, thank you so much, everyone, for coming back uh, this week. Um, this is the Ladies to London podcast, and we are, this is episode 21, is it now? Actually? 22. 22. See, I even I don't know i post the flipping too. thing and i don't know gosh can you believe 22 episodes i know i know it's gone by in a flash actually hasn't it it has yeah wow oh. so last week we talked about leicester square which was your week i loved it it was great the amazing glow in the center of leicester square
1: yeah
0: which i just i'm obsessed with i, I keep looking at pictures of it it's it's so cool
1: it's just i think the the picture you know when you see the size of the people inside the globe yeah, like with those multiple levels. Yeah, it was just massive, just yeah. so big.
0: Incredible. And what? Yeah. And that, but that was my pick for podcast pedestal last week. And what was yours?
1: So mine was the aquatic tank, uh, which was basically the first ever stage in the hippodrome.
0: Yeah, which again, amazing. Love it.
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty breathtaking. Breathtaking, you know, slices of entertainment there for Leicester yeah. Square.
0: Absolutely. Now, last week for Podcast Pedestal, um, you were getting really disappointed that you'd, you'd lost a couple in a row. Yes. And you you changed tactic by making me pick first, which totally backfired.
1: Oh, has it totally
0: backfired? Well, I Is that you your said way the of... time it backfired
1: because, oh, because it did it, uh, backfire I backfire. the thing you wanted. Exactly. I, uh, the thing that I wanted, you chose straight away. Yeah, um, Sorry. You know, I am starting to feel a little bit sad about it, especially because I put the post together. So even more so, I'm like, oh, here
0: we go again. <laughs> how, do you think, how do you think it's gone? Because I have to say, I think they were pretty evenly matched, those two choices. Do you think well, it's gone in your favour or my favour? It did you go
1: in my favour on my, uh, I was going to say my podcast, on my uh, Instagram. <laughs> you haven't so a podcast? This is not I, acceptable. <laughs> I don't have a podcast by myself. My little sneaky sideline podcast. Um, Moonlighter. No, on Instagram, I won on my Instagram,
0: and, I won and I'm happy Instagram. to take that
1: crown.
0: I won on my Instagram, so uh, let's see.
1: Oh no! Yeah, because I know, I've seen I know.
0: Joint one. It's really tight. Oh, it's not tight enough. It's really tight. Okay, <laughs> so the globe has uh, fifty-one votes. Okay, good. I mean, Wild deserves that. He does deserve that. And the stage has 51 votes. It's a dead heat. No. <laughs> yes. I couldn't oh. actually believe it when I was cutting up. I, when I was saying to you, I can't do maths. It was because I couldn't quite believe it come out of the same thing. Yeah. 51 each? <laughs> oh, eight. my
1: God. Oh, wait. Well, so how are we going to play that out? We're I still going to give each other a point each, or are we I mean, just going to stay the same? We just
0: want points. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay
0: so maybe well, the get an extra time. point because that's what we're in it for we're in it for the points. We're in it
1: for we got it <laughs> yeah exactly because at the moment I think it's something like 10 7 to you
0: I think so yeah oh
1: god <laughs> so, so it's 11, 8 to 11 11 8 well I think wildly pointless but I think you know hey it's quite <laughs> it's fun. wildly pointless but I want those points <laughs> I know <laughs> it's been a while um Okay, no, that's fine. You I'm just wondering. Um, yes, I'm just wondering whether I should change my tactic, my tactics this week. But we'll see. I'm going to listen to the story. Never which say I'm that so you are competitive.
0: About. Um. So there we go. So next week you will be hoping for a win. Yes, yes. I've got to really, really think about my <laughs> choice.
1: Which I, you know, I. That's a bit bad on my part. I, I, I do think about it. I just think that you have a better choice.
0: So not uh, competitive at all, are you?
1: <sighs> you know, I'm I'm happy to take the take the the well the so no not. Lanta score. <laughs> well, with the next
0: week, I am uh, I, I'm I'm convinced that you are you're going to win. I believe it. I feel it oh, in my bones. I, so. I mean, if you want to vote for me, Alex, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that. We're oh. there's, uh, there's be so far off. <laughs> Well, this week, um, so the wheel landed on St. James, which is an area that I am doing in an upcoming uh, virtual tour. So I thought I would pick something that I wouldn't be talking about in my virtual tour Mm -hmm. um, unless I get. I mean I'm kind of obsessed with it so I might end up including it but I don't that's not the point of the tour we're doing we're doing royal warrants and all that kind of uh, exciting stuff so I thought we would go for James Graham and the Celestial Bed and you were under strict instructions not to look up anything this week were not I, I was
1: so I I I really had to hold myself back because when you say celestial bed I say get me on Google but I <laughs> <laughs>
0: get me your google images now yeah um but well, okay, I help so myself this back. is this is what's quite interesting about it that there isn't an image of the celestial bed there isn't oh. an, an official painting or picture of the celestial bed because one wasn't made um mm. what you can find online and I'm sure that we'll share this um on our ladies to london instagram over the week is um a picture of how we believe it would have been based on um interviews that James Graham did mm. so it, it's you know it's probably as, as close as we're going to get but we don't have any official uh, picture of it so just to kind of um rewind a little bit um the story today it's it's a little bit sexy
1: little
0: bit sexy. And
1: <laughs> I is, wondered is, why you were sitting there in your bra
0: <laughs> you think that's a bra no uh, <laughs> so one thing that when we do global tea break particularly on monarch mondays our lovely richard ing who comes and, and chats about all the monarchs always likes to know about the sex lives of the kings and queens because it's important it's about heirs and all this sort of stuff and there's some great stories and scandals and you name it and so the love lives of the rich and famous are always under scrutiny there's quite a bit of money to be made there as well because all of these royals aristocrats celebrity figures I'm talking celebrity in the old kind of version of that um they all want heirs they want heirs to take on their fortunes their titles their land and if it isn't happening well then there's all sorts of things you can go to lotions and potions and all these kind of things that will revive flagging libidos um (laughs) and they're all pretty expensive as well it's the kind of thing that now if you pop into the spam folder of your of your Email, you'll find a million emails offering you all these kind of things. But in the 1700s which is where we're going, uh, there weren't all of these quick fixes. So you can guess what where we're going and who James Graham might have been. Yes. He is around in the later part of the 18th century. Um, he was born in 1745 and died in 1794, so actually quite young. Um, and he was, for all intents and purposes, a sex therapist. Okay, Uh, A bit of a sort of showman, really. He was a gentleman (laughs) as well. And he was what was described as an emperor of quacks. So he's basically a bit of a quack doctor. Okay, Essentially, if you want to quantify a quack doctor, somebody who is willing to sell you all manner of remedies and medicaments and this kind of thing for whatever your ailment might be for loads of money. And then probably you won't see him again because the thing won't have worked.
1: Mm, They've Um, got the gift of the gab.
0: massively um, the
1: bottle's empty at the end of the day
0: exactly that um but he this james graham we're trying to fill your bottle up let me tell you because so he decided that he had the well he had this kind of gimmick basically he created a temple of fertility now we should probably kind of go back a little bit in james graham before we go into that to tell you a bit about him he was born in edinburgh and he trained in medicine but left medical school uh, without completing the degree so, you know, he hasn't actually got the qualification to his name, which is another thing that quacks generally don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing, he, he did travel a fair bit and he went to America in uh, the 1770s where one of the things that he came across at the time was all the experiments being made by Benjamin Franklin, which is all kind of electrical experiments. And he believed that electricity could help with sexual problems. So you can see where we're going with this, can't you? Yes. Remember the electricity, because that, uh, that shocking bit of information is going to come back in a moment. <laughs> hey. um, so he comes back to London and he decides he's going to open this uh, medical establishment, which he calls the Temple of Health and Hymen. And Hymen was the god of marriage uh, in Greek mythology. So that's okay. where I'm going with that. And he offered a whole variety of stuff. He offered health advice, um sex advice he offered sort of new science basically you know probably a bit of quack science really um he offered potions he offered kind of mud baths and all sorts of things to help you uh, generally with health and sexual health as well he's actually quite a sort of a modern guy though he is somebody who has quite progressive ideas on women's rights mm-hmm. on education politics sexuality Slavery, all these kind of things. And he's coming up with these ideas that we now uh, know, totally normal. So eating things in moderation, um, plant-based diets, exercise, um, pleasure in sex as well, rather than just sex or procreation. Mm -hmm. Um, Believing that women can enjoy sex as well. And he gives all sorts of advice and lectures and all this kind of stuff. And one of the things he's really big on is um, hygiene, personal hygiene. Mm. In an age where, you know, cleanliness is not the kind of thing that people bother with that much, and he's oh, kind of no. going. no!
1: In terms of having um baths and things,
0: I mean, yeah. you know, you only had a couple of year if yeah. you were lucky. One bath a decade, something like that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's saying you know you've got to keep yourself clean, in particular the sort of your intimate areas as well. Mm. This is something that, and it, you know, it goes. It goes bonkers, absolutely bonkers. And he's got loads of celebrity guests going there. And like, celebrities are not, obviously, the type of celebrities that we have today. Um, but we've got politicians. Charles James Fox uh, is going there. John Wilkes, who was a man who was once described as the ugliest man in Britain. That actually sounds like a bit of a, yeah. a, a bit of a great guy to have at parties. Uh, oh, but yeah. Paul, there's more on him another day. But um, the,
1: these people, Alex, was it, you know, were they openly saying themselves, oh, I'm off to the sex clinic for a mud <laughs> bath? <laughs> or uh, is this something that we, we know now because, I don't know, these kind of files or letters or writing has suddenly come, you know, uh, has suddenly jumped out to
0: us? So it probably wouldn't have been referred to as the sex clinic. It would have been the health clinic, the temple of health, the temple of health and hymen. So Mm. that's how it would have been referred to. And yeah, you know, health remedies. We're talking about um, the Georgian period. We're talking about, if you think about all these people go to bath to take the waters, there's all Mm. these sort of health remedies and quick fixes and all this kind of stuff. So actually it would have been really popular. Mm. And again, it's this kind of thing of, um, there's probably an element of secrecy about it, but also at the same time, uh, probably an open secret in the right circles because you want to be going where all the popular people are going, yeah. And you've got aristocrats like uh the Duchess of Devonshire, Georgiana, who is um, I really want to do a podcast on her at, at one point because she's very interesting. If anyone saw the film The Duchess a few years ago with Kieran, oh, yes, that's uh, that's Georgiana. Um, famous courtesan, all sorts of people are going to this um temple of health for, for health, you know, not exclusively sexual health but you know health generally and sort of mm. popular it's a day spa really you know it's that kind of thing okay but it gets really popular as you might imagine um and one of the things that he does he doesn't just rely on science and technology um he decides that he's gonna as soon as you walk through the door he's gonna get you in the mood a bit so has these, <laughs> i know he had these beautiful women who were called the guardians of divine health and they were sort of this kind of greek nymph style so they're wearing barely their clothes you know sort of diaphanous things that are going to be covering very little and they are opening the door and they are gosh. you know bring you in and getting you in the in the, in the right place and all that <gasps> kind of stuff well what if you've only um, gone in there because you've got a bit of a toothache it's like I mean, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't it wouldn't be that it would be health that is you know relating to the body so yeah <laughs> um gosh so that would instantly
1: relax you
0: would that relax you really? I mean, not me so much, but I'm sure there are some people for whom that would work just fine, <laughs> um, because you know. So it, there is an element of of, of sexual health amongst it. Uh, that is the the, mo- the greatest thing, but you know, there are sort of other remedies and this, that, and the other. But also, they've got a they've got a gift shop. <laughs> Who doesn't have a gift Where? shop? <laughs> yeah, so you know, you can get um, sort of scents and things like that, and 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 information and and stuff on having, you know, healthy basically how to be healthy to then procreate all that sort of stuff okay. and it becomes incredibly popular and these carriages start coming past and they have to put a one-way system into place for all of these carriages that are coming past to kind of gawk at the at the sex clinic basically gosh there it is so this is such an important uh, uh, such a, a, a success for him that he opens a second venue which is in pall mall so this is the one that we're talking about for the purpose okay. of saint james um and it's here in 1781 that he unveils what is basically the biggest and most insane sex aid that you've ever heard of it's called the grand celestial bed, and this is what we're here for this is, <laughs> this is what we're all here for mad it's amazing so this we've already spoken about the electricity, so this is going to come into it a little bit um how would you what would you imagine a celestial bed to be or to be used for as well
1: well um I'm guessing it would... I'm guessing red silk sheets to start off with. (laughs) Um, And I'm guessing that you probably wouldn't be the only person in that bed.
0: Ooh. Interesting.
1: Unless maybe you're in the bed and these nymphs and different people are all around you trying to arouse you. (laughs) Trying to kind of, I don't know, entice entice something um, and you have to try and deny it. I don't know. You, you
0: actually couldn't be more wrong. Oh, <laughs> It's completely the opposite way. This is a bed that people would come to if they were struggling to conceive children. Okay. And they would pay the princely sum of £50 for that. Wow. Now, £50 today is about four and a half thousand pounds. <laughs> So Whoa. you've got to really want an air here. So this is for couples and they were very, very specific about that. So It's interesting that you said you thought there'd be all kinds of other people and maybe a bit of a, you know, a bit of a, a group thing going on. No, completely not. They were at pains to keep away the sort of, I don't know, um, paid sex or um, out of wedlock, you know, the the, the the stuff that is essentially not seen to be um, the right kind of thing. So um, it was for exclusively for married couples. Okay. Um, and they were very very strict on that and they were very good at being able to kind of keep anybody anybody else away from it So the aim is to give you somewhere that if you're having problems conceiving that you go to basically have the best sex of your life which will then create not only an air but a, a, but a, a handsome or beautiful air
1: because of because of the bed because yes. of the the
0: atmosphere in the room the setups. Yes. All of this. So, the bed is 12 feet by 9 feet across. Gosh. So, it's huge. It's enormous. 12 um,
1: feet by 9 feet. How many people could you get in that bed? Well, it. I don't know how many
0: people you could, but the number of people you would. <laughs> I'm two. obsessed with getting lots of people you in really the
1: bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe need to talk
0: about later, to Emily. <laughs> <laughs> but you would, you would only have two people in it. No, but how point. many people could you fit? I mean... I just want to get a sense of size no maybe um what's a normal so a normal sort of double bed I guess is about six feet no five feet isn't it so I mean probably 10 eight to 10 maybe wow gosh I mean, it depends how much breathing space between them you want but yeah yeah so um <laughs> I don't know we'll, we'll pick that up later um so imagine it like a, this vast uh, four poster beds so you've got these four posters in the corner but the whole bed is, um, it, it sits on a 40, actually, glass, um, sort of, a bit like seat really, sort of stands, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it is, you've got the, the bed with the four posters, but underneath the bed, all the 40 glass kind of pillars, really, underneath. Mm-hmm. And those will come back in a second. At the top of the bed, over the, the four posters, you have this huge canopy, this massive dome, absolutely enormous. And I say enormous, it really is because there was stuff in it. So it was lined with fresh flowers. Mm. So the whole thing covered in fresh flowers, which, you know, obviously the smells are lovely from that. You've got live turtle doves in there as well. Live turtle doves. (laughs) Oh Don't really speak to me. Is is that you pecking on my bottom? (laughs) Drop from above. Like, it's not, anyway, that but yeah, live turtle doves. Um, then there were also all of these mechanical automatons so basically you know well not puppets but uh, machines essentially who were musicians and they were all at the head of the bed they were they were up in the canopy and they were at the head of the bed processing they would move they would process up to this temple of hymen on a hill and then go back down again what? so and they're playing music as well and very specifically they said you are the only people in the room whatever goes on in there you know this is it, it is secret but it's private there's nobody else in there oh
1: yeah right I bet there was a few peep holes in there you've well, got you know all the aristocrats next door kind of getting a peep to see
0: <laughs> who's the latest couple there were in the holes or not we don't know but it's almost certain that there were people in there because the musicians the, these mechanical musicians were supposed to start at the moment that you embraced your beloved.
1: Oh, oh so they must have been watching.
0: Yeah. So there were there were blatantly people, servants, underneath the bed playing <gasps> the music. Yeah. Under the bed with all the 40 glass. Yeah, you know, that th- this would be... A, but, oh, bear, bear with me. We haven't even finished. There is so much more in here as well. Gosh. So inside the game, you've also got loads of mirrors, which are going to be reflecting, you know, lights twinkling everywhere. And you're going to be able to see yourself as well. Um, and... The, the whole bed can tip up as well
1: huh.
0: and it can, up, no, it can tip up because and the reason for this and, and all of this comes from james graham's lectures and, and and talks about it the aim was that the gentleman could and i quote here follow his lady downhill conception <laughs> so follow things his are coming, lady
1: yeah. downhill
0: things are coming to you know A a, a head, I suppose, a climax, whatever. The bed could be basically tipped up, so that yeah, you know, it would help. So would it
1: tip up towards her head? What? So her feet would essentially go up. Yeah, basically, yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, I mean, that is uh, quite innovative, isn't
0: it? I mean, yeah, it's very innovative. There's also magnets underneath the bed, which are supposed to be kind of um. Magnets that, that push against each other rather than pull towards each other. Okay. So the whole point is that as you're on this bed, the whole thing is kind of shifting a little bit and moving. So, you know, if the earth isn't going to move you, we'll make it move. <laughs> it's properly. <laughs> Sounds bonkers. absolutely fantastic. Haven't finished. Haven't finished. Gosh. Still got more craziness to go. There is, I'm going to leave the biggest crazy to the end, but um, there there's also these um aromas and sweet smelling oils and this kind of thing in the room, too. And again, Almost certainly there's going to be a servant under the bed to be topping those up. Um, they're, they're supposed to be sort of, you know, getting you into the mood with the sexy scent, essentially. Um, there's also the mattress has been very carefully created, uh, stuffed with uh, the hair, hair, horse hair, tail hair from horses. Okay. From not just any horses, the finest English stallions. Wow. Yeah. There's one thing that you did get right though, um, the bed sheets. They were silky, and apparently, you could have them in whatever colour you wanted. So, if you wanted red sheets, red silk sheets, you could have that.
1: God, I just really, I just wonder how many people were under the bed. Yeah. I mean, no, you know, that it makes sense why they needed it to be so yeah. big, because you've got this kind of, these backstage cast members who are needing to kind of pull all the strings and blow all the whistles at the right time. Exactly.
0: So they need to turn on the generator for the um, for the musicians that are going round. Um, chances are they probably would have had a musician underneath as well. I mean, who knows? We don't know the details of this, because those are the <gasps> details that weren't given. But these are things that can kind of be extrapolated.
1: Wow. What if was suddenly one of them sneezed? (laughs) You'd
0: (laughs) be like, there was enough noise going on above that they wouldn't hear you, but you know. Um I still haven't finished. There's still more. It's amazing. Right. So um when the couple are sort of um, you know, end towards the end of their session, if you like. Oh yes, yes. Um, they're would be they would sort of trigger as the sort of bed moved more they would be triggering these kind of organ pipes which would then start playing uh even more sort of you know erotic music I've never found organs particularly erotic but you know never- sexual <laughs> organ pipes I mean honestly it, yes exactly um there are also um now just to remind everybody that they're they're there for a reason they're there for a purpose they do have um a sculpture of uh, the goddess Hymen, just to Mm -hmm. remind you that, you know, you're not there for fun. You're there for, you know, you've got a job to do. You've got a job to do, exactly. And there was also this big sort of inscription on it that said, be fruitful, multiply and replenish the earth uh, as well. Wow. Completely mad. Um, There's also, and this is possibly the most bonkers bit of the entire thing. So I mentioned that he's seen um Benjamin Franklin and all of his electric uh experiments and the bed was electrified Mm. so there was a generator which sparked the bed with electricity and this created what was described as a celestial glow um which was kind of went around the head of the bed it heated up the mattress and it charged the couple up as well um and they believed at the time that um electricity gave you kind of aphrodisiac properties they saw that with the electricity i mean this is what james graham has been seeing he's been seeing if you you know the, those uh, metal contraptions that you put your hand on and your hair goes all frizzy yes um well he thought that it could make other things stand to attention as well oh. so this is this is his thinking so you can imagine these guys <laughs> this kind of electric shocks as they are uh you know on the bed doing whatever they're doing. And this celestial glow is what they believe would be kind of the, like, I think it's sort of, I don't really know the the, the details of all the kind of chemistry behind it, um, but it's more likely that it was a, a kind of a, 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 what's called a corona discharge, which basically is a sort of, uh, as the, um, the electricity flows through things, it sort of gives off this glow. And that's probably what it was from as well. What was it Although, called? It, what, the celestial glow? A corona discharge? Yes, which is kind of where the, the, the electricity is discharged through the kind of, I guess, the metalwork or whatever it might have been. But it would have essentially given it this, I mean, it may not have worked very well, but this kind of faint green glow. And this is supposed to, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's completely mad.
1: Are they told that all of these, you what? know, different things are going to go on? Or is it just kind of like, you know, they get into the bed and suddenly this kind of, you know, you're, you're being electrified. These are the selling music. points.
0: You know, electricity is seen as being, oh, see. um, you know... Uh, People don't really understand electricity um, back then quite quite the way we do now. So they they see it as a medicine, they see it as a cure, and they see it as an aphrodisiac. Wow! So this is I what mean. we've got. We've got this bed that you would pay four and a half thousand pounds. Just four and, and a half
1: thousand pounds. And do you know how even. long you you would get in there? It's it's, it's for a night.
0: So I don't oh, you know. Stay whether... the night. the people well, have to stay under the bed. Again, not too much information about that. We don't know if they're staying the night there or if it is. I mean, you know, you, they, they charge you for it. You do the deed and then you leave. I don't know. We, there's no particular information on that. Um, but, yeah. Gosh, maybe there was a trap a door
1: under the bed so I these people could it. kind of come but, in and out.
0: You know, <laughs> and who not knows?
1: Stay there the who knows? Wow. I mean, that's wow.
0: assuming there were people under there, which we think there probably were, but we have no evidence either way, essentially. Yes, but... Um, you know, He all would all always maintain... They, no, he would maintain... To absolute privacy that there's no one else there that's what James Graham maintained but i mean realistically oh,
1: James Graham did he ever write you know like his memoirs or you know ever write down all the different things that he knew about couples and you know he must so you know many what? i don't secrets. know he, he did
0: so many talks and things as well and and realistically i mean what what does he know i mean you've looked at the evidence there about what he's put into this bed mm. does he actually know anything concrete i mean so he's not going to be talking about what he knows, he's going to be talking about what he thinks he knows and what he's trying to sell you, basically, mm. which is remedies, sex remedies, and and this celestial bed at £50 pounds a pop.
1: Wow. And I wonder oh. if you know you could get a little bit of your money back if you
0: if you didn't conceive. A good question. I would not have thought so, because <laughs> £50 pounds is a huge amount of money. Yes. But the cost of it was so enormous that actually the whole thing bankrupted him wow. so he wouldn't have had money to give you back really oh. and of course when you're doing things like this completely crazy even though I mean you know all you need to look at look at is the sort of certain celebrities who peddle all kinds of weird stuff that goes completely viral and and mm. and people uh some people are going this is insane and other people are going I must have it this is exactly what it was so you had all of these famous people all of these celebrities coming in going oh, yeah I need this I need this we you know this is what needs to happen and um, you know, and but well, actually, one of the things is that um, it doesn't matter what state, what health you're in. You, if you're wriggled with venereal disease, which is obviously a barrier to conceiving, mm. he's, yeah, like he's not, he's going to promise you that this is going to work. Mm. Um, so you've got all these people that want it and that are paying for it, but you've also got the the newspapers, the satirists, the um, you know the, the the start of print media and things like that. And so he becomes a bit of a, a target for all of this this new thing of everyone going really are we are we seriously expected to buy this um and it's one that he had himself had sort of he'd used that quite a lot in his promo and in his uh, you know trying to sell it all he, he'd use the print mm. media and they kind of sort of turn against him a little bit really so he is completely bankrupt and he goes back to edinburgh and he becomes slightly randomly a a very fanatical um religious uh, believer and he he does these weird things what I mean clearly he like, he likes a weird thing or two and um, one thing he does he, he gives these sort of lectures to people whilst buried up to his neck in earth' oh. completely mad but that's what he does and he he does stuff about of mental illness and all this kind of thing and possibly addiction as well um but essentially he, he dies in 1974 no he doesn't he dies in 1794 all the other way around <laughs> And my brain was like numbers. Who knows? Um, and he used to be the probably on the social scene in London. He was uh, he'd go to he'd be invited everywhere. It was the party, all the parties, and people were coming to him for this sort of stuff. And he dies um, mentally ill, broke, completely destitute in Edinburgh in 1794. That God, be what a James fascinating man!
1: Yeah. Like to to be, I mean, just. Knowing that he would, you know, be buried up to his head whilst, you know, given information and given a lecture. Yeah.
0: What he was giving lectures on then, I don't know. It may well have been um, religious, uh, you know, religious lectures or something. I I doubt very much whether he'd still be expounding on his wow. um, sort of sex therapist thing.
1: But I, I love yeah, the fact that in the 1700s, you know, people were openly... Uh, being okay about the fact that there are problems, yeah. you know, and and it is okay to talk about it. And wow,
0: and I think, so I do um I do a tour on the Georgian sex trade, yeah, and I find it fascinating because during that period you had. The sex trade was was essentially the entirety of the of the centre of London, and so people it was out in the open, and mm. it's not until the eighteen hundreds that you get the Victorians who become very prudish about the mm-hmm.
1: whole thing. Oh, so actually, it's
0: it's a bit of an open secret mm. that everybody does it. Um, the the operation the aristocrats they they need these heirs, and I, I don't I don't think it's so much as admitting there's a problem more because they wouldn't have thought is it a problem with me? They would have just thought oh well you know it's. It's maybe God, or it's circumstance, or whatever it might be. You know, they mm. probably wouldn't, or they'd put the blame on the women mm. uh, more than they would the men. So yeah, it, it's but it's interesting that that people are willing to go and 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 find these sort of uh, yeah solutions really for a problem that in the Victorian oh. period you really wouldn't talk about that much. God, I've just got
1: so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I wonder how many people. Of them, there's so much information. Oh, I know, right? Like I want to know how many people, you know, use the bed. I want to know it, how many people actually fell pregnant. How many people actually broke up in the celestial bed because of I don't know the the the, the what what yeah. bird did you say it was? Oh, the, the turtle, turtle doves. The turtle yeah. doves were like you know taking over the show or something. I, I yeah just... were there any
0: occasions where like the bed set on fire were there any yeah uh, there any sort of mechanical malfunctions with the the whole thing like yeah exactly is it what did it work did it as in terms of did the, the mechanics of the whole thing work did it did it break down like did it, yeah there were so many questions and there aren't those answers really annoyingly there aren't those answers oh but it's great for the imagination oh so great oh because the room must have been huge And with this
1: dome, this dome, I mean, you described it so well with all the flowers and the mirrors. So you've got the reflection, you've got the birds, you've got the music, you've got the electricity. It's just like, whoa. Yeah.
0: It's brilliant, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant
1: oh my god I can't believe I haven't heard of this before
0: I know I
1: like because I was thinking more kind of bed of wear which is I mean size-wise it may
0: be similar in the inside because yeah, that's, I can't that's how big isn't it I can't remember how big the bed of wear is now but um but that is very yeah, much you know, know all it's, aboard it's, it's sex history isn't it and I think sex yeah. history is the kind of thing that even now we we probably tend slightly more towards the Victorian prudishness on occasion and we have really to about that but actually I think it's brilliant yeah
1: Definitely be loud and proud. Get on the Absolutely. celestial bed. Yeah.
0: Stop making those magnets move, baby. Oh, I'm really tempted to, <laughs> to draw it. <laughs> well, um, it's funny because there was a chap a couple of years ago, a guy called Tim Hunkin, who uh, decided he was going to draw it. So we have, uh, but I mean, yeah, do by all means, do it. But we have um, an image that he has done. So oh, fantastic! this is where we get the, the, an idea of what it looked like based on all of these different interviews that he mm. made. Um, you know, I say he. I mean, James Graham made, um, and all these little details and things. And then Tim has kind of extrapolated, and this is where you know he's going. I mean, I know he says there's no one in there, but realistically, there probably was. Um, it's really good. So I think we should share that at some point um, on our Instagram. But if yes. anyone wants to look it up, um, Tim Hunkin, and um, in fact, I'm going to show Emily a picture right now so that she can uh, see because she's desperate to see. Oh, what please! It looks like. Yes, I'd love um, a visual. And James Graham, was he married? Did you yes, say he was? interesting. Do you know what? I didn't think to look into his um, uh, his history particularly, just because, I, yeah, I, I wasn't really that bothered at the time, but, um, but there we go. Oh, let me put um, my glasses on. Oh, oh, yeah. So those glass oh, pillars, pillars that I mentioned on Instagram—oh my God—were were to help stop um, the ele- help basically charge the electricity into the bed. That's I forgot to mention. That's why they were there. Oh. So um, rather than the electricity discharging anywhere else, it would then it would go it would be able to go up the glass pillars into the bed rather than. Let- you know, electrify anything else. oh
1: wow so is it almost looks like in this image that there is a crypt underneath the bed yep. full of people there's somebody kind of uh kind of turn in a huge wheel you've got musicians there so the, the dome is beautiful and as you said at the back you've got what does that say be, be fruitful, fruitful
0: I replenish the earth
1: wow and it looks, again, very, I should, I should it looks more romantic
0: it's... than i presumed <laughs> So the bit at the bottom, the crypt there is extrapolation that Tim has done, but I mean, it, it does. We don't for know reason, for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, but that is fantastic. And I you mean, can see the
0: sculptures of Hymen at the top. There we go. So reminding you that, you know, there's, uh, you're here to do your duty. Oh, rather yes. Than have fun particularly. So
1: it's kind of like um, the dome being like a half globe, like you're in the centre yeah. of this, this world and you must Canopy. populate the world, go forth. <laughs> wow i think it's it's beautiful i will definitely get this sketch up on instagram people have to see this yep your brain needs support and new ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like thai ginger l-theanine
0: and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus stay chill or get energized be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at
1: ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wow. This also helps as well in terms of picking the podcast pedestal. I'm thinking,
0: gosh, what <laughs> bit? I know. I know. Um, yeah. We probably should pick podcast pedestal. What are you going to go for?
1: Oh, um... <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, all I can think is my bed is just so bloody average now. I know. <laughs> like,
0: boring beds. Um, what are you going to go okay. for? Do you want me to go first this week? Do you want to go first? How are you playing it?
1: Um, okay, I'm all all right, you go first.
0: Yeah? Okay. Um, I'm yeah, going to go for yeah. the electricity, for the electrified beds. Because that was the thing that when I first heard about this a couple of years ago, it was the thing that really sparked my, uh, no pun intended, sparked my uh, my interest. Really? I kind of, um, I went, oh, what? That's mad. And so that, that really dragged me in. So I just love this idea of, um, you know, if there's no spark between you, we'll create one. <laughs> I'm kind of pumping the bed full of electricity <laughs> and then, yeah, and, and watching sparks fly, basically.
1: Yeah. A guaranteed spark.
0: Yeah. Um, what about
1: you? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go for the timed musicians. Ooh. I just love the fact that, you know, you've got these musicians that are just ready and it has to be at the right time for this embrace. And whether that embrace is a naked embrace, the first time they kiss or their first hug, you know, it just really it just entertains my mind. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the timed, timed sexual musicians. There are
0: so many questions, aren't there? I always feel like, you know what? I just by by talking about it, I feel like it's opened up so many more questions that we're never gonna have answers to.
1: I know. It's frustrating. I just can't believe I've never heard of this before. Yeah,
0: I know. It's fantastic. It's so good. It's so good. It really is. Wow. There we go. So that's the celestial bed. That is it for this week. Well, that was fantastic, Alex. Thank you very much for that. My pleasure. Now, before we get to the Wheel of Destiny, um, do you have anything coming up that you'd like to tell people about?
1: Um, so if you're listening to this and it's Wednesday evening which is the 17th I believe then I'm going live on Instagram on my sketch underscore history profile and I'm going to be drawing Tower Bridge so Mm. if you want to come and join me then that's at five o'clock on Wednesday this evening which is the 17th of February Um, And I also have a Thames Path pub crawl coming up on the 26th of February. And that's at seven o'clock. And I'm just going to be talking about fantastic pubs that you can find on the Thames Path. And for that one, you can book it at thelondontourgroup.com.
0: Fabulous. Yay. Yay. Um, I'm Yay. in the middle, well, i in the middle of, at the start of my four-tour series. So we had our virtual pub crawl last week, which had a good showing and, and lots of people drinking lots of things. Uh, we're carrying on Yay. this Sunday night, which will be the 21st, I think, which is the East End of London. Uh, then after that, we've got St. James and then we've got Greenwich. And each tour is £10 per person, um, or if you book all four, it's £30 for all four plus you get the chance to watch back. So don't worry if you've missed their virtual um, pub crawl, that is still available to watch if you book the full membership. So there we go. Yay. Nice. The Wheel of Destiny. All right. So So it's uh, wheel time. It is. Uh, Now it's you for next week, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. um, I have some ideas. Um, I would quite like to talk about a garden or a park All I'm getting right. quite excited at the fact that it's getting warmer and you've got <laughs> spring just around the, parks the corner for a while so... I don't
0: think you have actually done a park yet
1: I don't think I have have I mm-hmm. so let's see let's see where the wheel of destiny is going to let's end. go
0: for it then here we go okay <laughs>
1: Oh, it's landed. I don't know if we've ever had, have we had Chelsea? Uh, No, we haven't. Oh. We have not Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Well, that's great because I can do the um, Chelsea Physic Garden. Wow. Yes. Yes. There
0: we go. There's a garden or a park for you.
1: Yeah. Lovely. All right. Yes. If you don't mind listening to that, Alex, I will do Chelsea Physic Garden.
0: Chelsea Physic Garden is amazing. Although every time I see the sign, I want to say Chelsea Psychic Garden, uh, which is a very different thing. I know me (laughs) too. Yeah. <laughs> there we go Well, sorted, just it, Meg under one yeah. of the bushes <laughs> yeah exactly popping out and going Wednesday will be terrible you're like oh, okay fine um, brilliant Well, will listen that's next week sorted thank you so much um, thanks for coming along this week everybody lovely to have you back and please go and like subscribe and rate us and if you fancy leaving a review that would be amazing uh, because it helps oh, us get out to more people that would be lovely if you haven't done a review please do uh, do pop us one um, and you can find us on Instagram at Ladies Who London Podcast and on Gmail, ladieswho london at gmail.com if you want to go in and with us. Mm-hmm. will go up on Sunday night. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, so remember to vote, guys. And we will see you next week for the uh, reveal of who won podcast pedestal and for some lovely Chelsea Physic Garden stuff. Brilliant. Yeah, looking forward Thank to it so much. We'll see you next week.
1: Thanks, Alex. See you next week, guys. Bye.
0: Bye.